0: Okay, so we're going to continue the feedback and insights share number 80, the second part, to just continue what we were talking about. Uh, To summarize what we're talking about till now, is that for uh, couples, a good advice in how to enhance their sexual intimacy and sexual pleasure in a non-conventional way, where the focus is not necessarily that high that is uh, gotten by uh, ejaculation or orgasms and aspects of that, but rather a different type of sexual intercourse that is more gentle, more affectionate, where the orgasm is not the goal, but rather reaching a relaxed state of union with your husband or wife. That is the goal. It's something that is very healthy. And as we said in the first part, that not like those who promote the, this type of uh, sexual intercourse, where they want to totally negate the traditional, normal aspects of sexuality, and they go overboard with that, which is totally unhealthy, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us as human beings with this purpose. So when they say that uh, you know that this creates a high-release chemical in the brain and has some uh, um, you know, coming-down-to-earth negative effects afterwards. If that's part of the normal human process, then we just need to know how to cope with those feelings afterwards and work on our towards it, but not to negate it. So here's where they have it wrong, because there is nothing wrong whatsoever with a husband and wife when they're engaged in sexual activity when they experience that pleasure to experience it fully so where when they tell you in in these methods that, that i read about where they uh, tell them to force themselves to uh, if they experience a, uh, an intense desire in in their sexual connectivity to lower it and to continue with that mode that they uh, um, you know promote that's not necessarily a healthy thing alpitaira but What is healthy in what they're encouraging, though, and which is, I believe, extremely healthy and extremely important, is not to focus as a goal, as a tachlis, as a means of an end to have that sexual pleasurable experience of hana, and or, or orgasm and that's the goal. I need to have an orgasm otherwise it's a fail, you know, or otherwise I'll be disappointed. Otherwise it's a failure or otherwise it's it's not what I want it to be. That type of uh concept is very very unhealthy. And here is where this approach is very healthy because what it does is is it encourages a couple to try to be as relaxed as possible and the focus over there is not the sexual passion, but rather an emotional, spiritual love for the other person. Which, by the way, what they're describing here is actually the Chalakim of Aina. that's not just the physical, sexual act. It's the for, you know certain foreplay before, and then afterwards, the bonding. And um, the truth is, foreplay, the way we traditionally know about it in halacha and in ashkafa is the activities that help stimulate the sexual interest. Um, But the truth is, is that foreplay also includes a certain sensual bonding activity that's not necessarily always physical or less physical, such as smiling, warmth, um, warm words, skin-to-skin contact, just in general. It's basically a slower and more relaxed method of being together sexually than the typical intercourse that's described. And the reason why I'm bringing it up in this feedback is that many um, couples could be saved with, from a lot of agmas nefesh, from the distance they feel, where they, one of them, for whatever reason, is just not up to and not feeling the 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 the, the, the that um, wanting of that high sexual high. You don't feel it or not interested in it in that particular night, and the other one is. And but instead of separating from one another, it is very healthy to connect one to one another in these type of uh, warm, uh, slower, relaxed ways. Of connecting to one another and um, I'm not going to get into graphically what this means that much Um, but again the general idea is to express with words love more affirmations of the beauty and the goodness of your spouse of your husband and your wife and everything that you do when you uh, do the physical touching is slow and focused and relaxed, and it's focused more on the love aspect than the passion aspect. And people turn away from this naturally because they're so ingrained in their brain that sexual experience of a husband and wife needs to always be full of uh, uh, unbelievable passion, and if that doesn't exist, then, you know, uh, there's disappointment, there's disillusionment, and, and downness even, um, is not realistic. And instead, if you focus, okay, so tonight is not really a, a night where there's going to be that main major passion here. If it happens, it happens, but if not, not. And the focus is rather on the uni- unity, on the spirituality of it, on the emotional reality of it, as you're engaged in some physical activity with this where you connect with your husband or wife in feeling in your energy in your thoughts and you basically ha- focus very much of that connection and it it can it it basically includes lying, lying either side by side or on top of each other or or hugging each other where when there is um penetration it's slow and deliberate and um and it prolongs the sexual experiences and increases um, the closeness between the two of them. And you give, at that point, also unsolicited approvals of compliments. Now, that is not because they're asking for it, but on your own, being native, looking at each other's eyes, listening intently, and so on and so forth. And that's a very, very important part of marriage in the physical intimacy of it truth is, a lot of what I'm saying now is really the Chalakim of Aina that's not necessarily directly related to the physical sexual act, cradling the other person, um, um, you know, and and so on. Again, I don't want to get too graphic over here, but listening to the heartbeat and um, some other things which you could basically understand. Um, which I'm not going to get into because I don't want to get more explicit than I am now. But the idea being is, and I'm going to repeat this again, that if a couple um, wants to enhance that connection with one another in the sexual realm, and it's not going well, again, we're talking not because there's major a major issue between the two of them. Um, we're talking about a marriage where they both want it to work, but they need that connection then you need to know that you cannot have that sexual pleasure as a goal, or even pleasuring the other person as a goal in the sexual experience, because usually that leads to a a, a downness and a um, disappointment in this unrealistic expectation not being met. Very often you have where you expect, you know, it's even, let's say, a Friday night, they're both looking forward to it, and they even say they're looking forward to it, but something happens on Friday, or it gets very busy and very tense, and one of them gets very tired, or both of them gets very tired, and it doesn't go as great, quote-unquote, as they anticipated, and there's a certain disappointment and downness to it. And that could really be avoided, where by not focusing on orgasm, by not focusing on ejaculation and that sexual, direct, physical, technical component of it, but rather to focus on the increased closeness with your husband, with your wife. Again, not focused on the sexual passion, but rather focusing on the ahava itself. And sometimes you will find that that ahava will come and that passion will come in middle, it could very well happen. Sometimes not, sometimes yet, yes. But when one connects this way, then even if uh, there was no experience of any type of intense, uh, quote-unquote, physical Hano over there, they will find themselves very, very connected. They will feel more whole. They will feel less frustrated Because they're not focusing on orgasms and ejaculations and things like that. They're focusing on each other in a calm, patient, communicative, loving way. And this method um, is healthy. Not to replace the traditional aspects of sexuality, because the Tyra promotes the regular basic activity. And here's where you have to be very, very, very careful when you hear about, I'm not talking about, even if it comes from scientific, um, more realistic uh, approaches, but you need to follow Torah and what the Torah says about these things. And everything I described here about this other method, really, in, as in reality, are many, many aspects of the ayna chiyiv that is not directly related to the sexual intercourse itself. And that has to be more enhanced and more focused. And people think, though, they make a toss and think that if you do this, it's going to be more boring. If you do this, it's going to be more mundane. If you do this and not focus on the high sexual pleasure, I'm going to get bored with my spouse. And I'm going to use sex in a more boring way. And that is very, very the opposite of the truth. It takes a while to get used to this type of connectivity. It may take a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. But if you both focus on that and remove the pressure of having unrealistic expectations of needs being filled or wanting to fill needs, um, which is really, it is impossible to fulfill all the needs of the other person in any aspect, including the sexual aspect, And there's a lot of disillusionment that takes place because of this. And what happens with this type of approach that we're describing here is you feel more whole and you feel less of a lack and um, because now it's not a matter of focusing on on, um, getting turned on, quote-unquote, or the positions or fantasies. It's more focused on being present in the moment with your wife and your husband, with the one you love, and that ends up having a result of having more sexual activity, not less, more focusing, not less and it it lasting longer and more enjoyable and there's a certain wholeness and um, and this happens no matter what age it is and whatever the external uh, 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 situation may be. And it's very, very important because what happens is, is when you do it this way and you learn how to connect with each other this way, then you're attaching to your husband, you're attaching to your wife, not from the framework of neediness. In other words, as an example, a mushroom will give over here is if, for example, the spouse has to go out of town and... Um, which sometimes can be painful. They have to go out on a business trip or wherever they have to go for a week, two weeks, whatever it is. But they don't fall apart. They're calm. They're fine. They feel deeply connected, even when they're separate. Of course, they'll miss their spouse, and when they come home, they'll be thrilled to see them again, and uh, and connect again in a in a very deep way. But there's a certain security, a certain love, a certain um. Um, um, oneness that they feel, even when they are distant from one another, when it has to happen that way. There is not really a neediness or a codependency. It's not looking for a fix. And very often with couples, they make a mistake in basically using the sexual experience solely for that fix, I don't mean necessarily for the sexual pleasure of it, but just simply that that need that has to be filled because otherwise I'll feel a lack. And and while, again, that is a of what ayna is, to fulfill that need, to fulfill that lack, and like I said, ta'ira is ta'ira, and that is what what the crux of it is. But nevertheless, what's also true is if one does not, hyper-focus on those areas, but focuses in the sexual realm, looking at the totality of the person, appreciating them, and going slow with things, and connecting in very deep ways. You could have a tremendous amount of tainug that way, and have experience a, a a true sexual satisfaction. And this is what culture does not tell you. This is what movies do not tell you. Movies tell you that you will only have an experience of high satisfaction with a spouse as if you have always this intense, pleasurable, uh, high sexual experience with the most physical sexual pleasure possible. And that's the only way to experience, quote-unquote, marital bliss. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. You 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 experience that by not focusing on it by not hop if it happens it happens if it happens in the process that's beautiful yeah, of I you have a type for it but the purpose is the opposite of that to view the person as a totality to experience the other elements not just the act itself the act itself and the ejaculation and the orgasms lasts for seconds while the inner part of of healthy foreplay or afterplay could last for a very long time, fills the person in a certain way. It's hard to explain it in a sheer, but when you get fulfilled in a physical way, you feel good for a while, and then it it, it dissipates. But in this experience what we're discussing now, when it fills you, it sustains you. It sustains you in times where you cannot have physical relations. It sustains you in the need period It sustains you when... One of them has to go out of town because you feel overall sexually satisfied, not because I performed this way or that way or I experienced or gave pleasure this way or that way, but for the totality of the human being on an emotional level, on a physical level. Um, so again, um, this is a very good Eitsa for couples to start focusing on these other aspects of it to to um, avoid unrealistic expectations, and also to learn how to connect with each other in these ways. And that will, this usually, ironically, sparks, when people have an issue, it actually sparks a natural and healthier interest to one another that will affect positively all other aspects of their married life. Hatzlacha and bracha.